Hello, and welcome to Wingman's Garage, coming to you from cold and wintry Tennessee. Tonight in the house, you'll hear from Chris the Wingman, Daniel the Track Rat, and Tyler the Frequently Absent, as they once again gather to discuss the latest in motorcycles, racing, and why they've all decided to move to Santa Cruz, California. Now here it is. Enjoy the show. How about that intro? <laughs> Thanks, Isaac. That is awesome. Isaac, you are officially the man. Yes. If you ever make it out this way, let us know. You have a place to sleep. If you ever make it to the desolate, frozen wastelands of Tennessee. If you, if, you make it, if you make it out here, you have a place to sleep. Oh, yeah. You have several places to sleep. Yes. You have a, you have a choice. Yes. And bikes to ride. I, I'll volunteer some bikes to let you, you ride. Have, your garage is a little bit bigger than mine. Well, you have a few yeah. more in your in your garage that run. That run, yes. If if the three that were in my bike in my garage, if all three of them ran, we'd be good. Well, one of them, it's a, it, that's, that's it won't what, be much longer. That's what we call the project. <coughs> yes, the project bike, the bike of which hopefully will run soon. Yeah, we gotta get, we gotta figure that out. Anyway, welcome to episode thirty-two. Thirty-two, Shaq. Thirty-two. Is that and, Shaq? Is it Shaq? Yeah, yeah, Shaq. And only 32. one of two remaining episodes left in the year. Yeah, one of two. We will have one more. Yeah, I but, am. In case you didn't know, I am the wingman. I'm Chris. Uh, Daniel, the track rat, and uh, Tyler is definitely absent today. Tyler is definitely the frequently absent today. <laughs> Most um, frequently absent. We love him, but he's out of town. So, whatever. oh, he's getting ready to go out of town, but that's whatever. He's packing. <sighs> anyway. Anyways. If anybody's looking for a Subaru STI, though... He's got one for sale. He will not be absent for you if you are watching the STI. If you want an STI, holler at him. It's actually a pretty good build. Anyway, back to other things. It's slightly coherent conversation. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about some new stuff. New stuff? What new stuff? Stuff that Triumph just dropped. Oh, God, Right on our left. That dropped... That... What, yesterday or maybe? Uh, I saw it tonight. Yesterday, actually, yes. I saw it about an hour or two ago. Don't know what it is yet. I We have speculation. Speculation is an 800cc street triple. Yes. If they do a street triple 800, and it trickles down and they do well with this. And they do a... And they do a Daytona 800. I am probably going to be trading the BMW in. Yeah. Because that would be wonderful. That's exactly what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm okay with that. But if it does, if they do an 800cc triple Daytona, I would be all over that motorcycle. Yeah. Because Triumph don't know how to make a bad motorcycle anymore. Right. They've got everything figured out. The The 675 is the fastest 600 to run a racetrack for a normal rider. Um, and an 800, I just... I. I want. I'm at the point now in my riding life. I want a good sport bike that I can take and go do the advanced level track, lay advanced level on a track day, and not be embarrassed, and have something I can ride on the street as well. That's why I got the S1000R. Because yep. it's a good naked bike. It's comfortable. I can tour on it. Yep. I does everything. It does everything. So that 800 would be fantastic. It's not going to be incumbent and held back by racing homologation, which is the bastion, the bane of 600s. Right. So, but anyway, 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm down. If hell, if it's even a street triple eight hundred, right, or a street triple eight hundred R, I would be, I would be seriously considering that just to check it out and see what it's like. Mm-hmm. See, looking at the video for the first time yesterday, my thoughts were one of two things: either it was a bigger displacement bike, like an eight hundred, obviously not a ten fifty, because that's what the speed they've already for. they've already released that, yeah, or it's a smaller version. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds it like it doesn't. Re- it doesn't. But. It sounds like a normal revving three cylinder. Now, if they punch it out to a seven, like a seven fifty, I'd be okay with that too. Seven fifty, eight hundred. But it's not. It doesn't. the the t- The tone of the motor isn't high enough to be a, a low displacement like bike because you're gonna have to rev four hundred. Yeah, something. you're gonna have to rev yeah. the tits off of it. Right. So it would be interesting though if they did have a. Small displacement. It would be cool, but it'd be it'd be kind of weird because they've got the, the that graduated license over in England, mm-hmm. and they have the where you can buy the bike, but they will give you a power kit up to forty seven horsepower, or 50, right, or whatever it is, right. Detune the bike yeah, until you're until you're ready, able to. legally able to actually do that, <coughs> which is a good idea personally, but whatever. right, not um, something I expect we'll see here. Anytime I soon. seriously doubt we will ever see that. We won't see it in the next. I'm gonna say a year and a half, two years. But yeah. you and I will have that conversation off off air. Yes, yes, we'll talk about that more. No, but not, I'm, I'm not interested in seeing what what's going to happen because uh, we're not going to find out what this new bike is until January 10th, 17th. Did they change it? They changed it. It's January 17th uh, on the video I watched. A whole week later. Oh, whatever. Like we're really going to be hurting for it. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I know that. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe. So, like, I'm seriously, I would be considering it. Right. So that's news in the motorcycle world. For right now, let's... Yeah, there really isn't a whole lot that's happening in the last week. Let me look real quick. Hang on. But, but, not really sad news. Kind of mellow news. Congratulations, I'm happy for you news. Fastest American around the the Isle of Man, Mark Miller. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is a friend. He and I, we have conversations and stuff on Facebook. Um, he's retiring. He's retiring at the, this year. He said it, he's forty six. Yep. He's been doing. He's done more Macaws than John McGinnis and Michael Rudder, which is a lot. Which is a lot. Um, he won the Electric <coughs> TT in twenty ten. Um, he got eighth this past year and the lightweight race, mm-hmm. which is the highest anyone's run on a gas powered. Like a normal TT race as an American ever, so you know, Mark, congratulations! I'm a huge fan. Maybe one of these days we might be able to maybe reach out to you if you want to talk about stuff, whatever you want to talk about. Sure, on here, Let's we'd love to have you. I'd love to. I'd love to reach out and do that. Um, but you know, congratulations! I'm proud you've made it out of riding on the roads for that long. And you survived, and you're not you're not limping, and you're alive. Yeah, so you're I'm, in fairly good you're shape. You're in very good shape. He's actually going to start making. He wants to make feature films now. Really? Um, he has a film on Vimeo that there's a little there's two there's a little short clip of him riding his 1190 EBR through the canyons. It's a and he's riding the shit out of it. Nice as he does. And then he's got another one where he's riding a BMW. Fast and it's a little story. It's like a five or eight minute short film where it's a, a story with no dialogue, where he is a doctor, where he shows up to 
uh, help out with a uh, woman giving birth. Interesting. It's on Vimeo. It's one, it's really well shot, really cool. He the, a cool section of it where he cruises through, and there's a uh, an urban gang, urban bike club with the big wheel baggers and all that kind of stuff. Huh. And he crawls, he scru- like kind of cruises through on a black on black S1000RR. And they give the head nod, and he takes off again. He's dragging his knee on a freaking uh, four-way uh, light stop in L.A. somewhere. It's um, uh, it's awesome. Watch, it's really good video. <coughs> if we can find it, we'll post it. Not something out of his uh, skill set. Not at all. I mean, Mark started off racing Graves Yamaha back in like '98. Now, okay, my understanding, I, I'll, I'm gonna message him like, hey, we talked about you for a minute on our podcast. I want to say, and he dealt like, hey, you can correct me. It's already out there, but you can correct me if you want. Um, he was about to get his commission in the Air Force to be a fighter pilot, and he had one too many speeding tickets. Huh. And they cut, they canned him, and he said, well, screw it, I'm going racing. And there we have it. So. Hmm. Fairly cool. It is neat. It's And he's he's a really neat guy. In the conversations he and I have had, it's pretty neat. We've talked about bikes and rad, riding a little bit. He's his practice bike, 03 R6. Awesome. With like seventy thousand miles on it, he's beat the shit out of that bike. That's awesome. But um, but yeah, I'm happy, Mark. I'm really happy for you. Congratulations! I can't wait to see what comes out of this next phase of your life. Well done, sir. Well um, done. Well done. If we ever get to the point where we can make it out that way, I will definitely reach out to you just to grab a beer and chit chat and talk shit. I'm all in. I know you've got some fantastic stories. Just to hear stories from you. I will sit there and just listen wide-eyed and open-eared. But, again, congratulations, Mark. Um, wish you all the best. Can't wait yep. to see what comes out. Yeah. Wish you all the best. Yeah. Um, Slightly, completely unrelated news. <laughs> yeah, completely, slightly unrelated. What? <clears throat> kind of forgot about it. Honda finally released their tentative pricing on their new CBR1000 Fireblade. Really? Yep. How bad Talking is it? Talking about the new Lear Bike Wars. The base model... Uh huh. Is tentatively priced right now at sixteen nine. Oh, Jesus! That they're pricing themselves out of the market. They that SP one's going to be twenty what three? Yeah. Which, SP two. Well, SP SP two is going to be damn near racer only. Yeah, it's probably going to be close to thirty plus. God, sixteen. Um, <clears throat> uh, Suzuki still hasn't unveiled God any pricing bless. on the GSXR one thousand yet. Of course. Part of the concept and design philosophy of the the GSXR was it's going to be the least expensive of if the leader bikes. If they can have the GSXR, if they can get that GSXR thousand, not the R, just the, the R is going to be that piggyback shock, front forks, and all that shit, traction control, and all the good stuff. Yeah, IMUs and yeah. If yeah. they get the GSXR thousand around twelve and a half, thirteen, yeah, you're golden. Yeah, you will sell a million of those things. Yes, if they get the R. Right at fifteen and a half. Yep. Sorry, you're yep. done. Of course, their philosophy was fully loaded. Still going to be the least expensive leader bike. Yeah, and you have to, and <coughs> competitive. Suzuki, yeah, and to be competitive, and then Suzuki. See with that, and if they get they get Dingy money right. Yeah. Suzuki's going to be back in club. Yep. Sorry, I'm. Yeah. We, we're drinking, and the beer's coming back up. Liquid propulsion. But see, the thing is. That's why that's why Suzuki always dominated club racing. Right. The contingency money was good. Buying in on it wasn't that expensive. And they were great bikes. They were the the build quality's always been good. So and the front end feels good. Yeah. And that's across the board. Because Freddie Spencer was actually talking about that 
on that podcast I told you about. Right. Like the difference between the Honda, the Yamaha, the Suzuki, and everything else. And like the feel and the design trees for all of them have always been kind of the same. Where Honda's always had a really strong motor and a good all-around bike. Yamaha's always been kind of down on power but very good handling. Mm-hmm. And Suzuki's always had a really good front end. Yep. So it's... If they make that GSXR thousand work, I don't know if the I don't know if I, if I personally would benefit from having the R. I could, but I don't know. You know, I'd have to look at it and see price point and all that kind of stuff. Right. But I don't know. I think with you riding the Red Baron or the Baroness, yeah, for so long, you might be kind of spoiled by all the the goodies she's I got. I will say that. You're yes, probably I am going to want the R. I am very spoiled on that. So, because it's gonna have the electronic suspension and all that shit. Yes. In it. Okay. And the the quick shift. Both yeah, up and I'm gonna down. have to have. Yeah, I'd have to have the R. <coughs> and if the R is under sixteen grand, that's your buy. Yeah. That's the buy. That's the buy. Why that, look anywhere else? Yeah, that that's a hammer of them. That's a ton of motorcycles. Unless it just doesn't perform, but we doubt that's I, gonna it's happen. Suzuki. When, when was the last time they made a they made a thousand cc sport bike that, that didn't, didn't perform? perform? Right. Hey, come on. I want to see what I want to see what the testing. I can't wait for the testing, the AMA testing times to come out. Yes, because I will, I'm going to compare Roger and Tony and a couple of the Superstock guys to what happens with the old like last year's times at that whatever right. track. Because I want to see what's going to happen with that. Because the Yamaha and the ZX10, they're got a year or two on under their belt, which is right. great. But which they're both fantastic bikes. Well, the R1's fantastic, but look at who they've got on there. Right. They've got Hayes, which is, he's getting a little old, but he is still the man. Yep. And you've got Bobier, which, do you know what they call him on the Weir forums? No. Booby titties? Huh. Yep. Dallas told me that the other day. I was like, oh, That's booby awesome. titties. I went, oh, Jesus, Dallas. Okay. But Bobier, of course, I've been watching Bobier since he was 12, 13 years old. But... Tony, I'm going to call it this way. If that if the GSXR the new GSXR thousand is as good as we all hope, mm-hmm. Tony's going to be the one that wins the championship this yep. year. Because yep. as good as he did this this past year on an old long in the tooth GSXR thousand, he'll just oh it's going to be it's going to be nuts. Yep. And then Superstock Claudio Cordy won it on the Aprilia. And Aprilia is going to start bringing more support over it. They won't do Superbike yet. There'll probably be another Superbike. We'll get to Aprilia here in a moment. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, with that, with the new <coughs> G6R1000 hitting, there's going to be a lot of teams changing back over to Suzuki if the contingency money's right. That's why Vezra is running Cowies. Gotcha. Because the contingency money's a lot better on Cowies. Yes. They're putting money out. And that's why I, I was at... A tr- I was at Bowling Green, and one of the guys, I think, I don't think it was Mark, but it was one of the guys, one of the Vesra guys, showed up in the Vesra van with the with the race bike, and decimated everybody that weekend. Hmm. And I texted Parrish, I'm like, when did, my buddy, you know, we've talked about Chris. Yeah. I texted Parrish, I'm like, when did they change over to Cowie? He's like, when Kawasaki brought their contingency money out. I was like, ah, that <laughs> explains it. Right. So we'll see how it happens. If Suzuki gets on the ball and does a good t- contingency program, you'll see a lot of Suzukis on the grid. Yep, the bikes will speak them. for themselves, but the contingency is really what draws everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why Corey <laughs> West was on the BMW. Give him a give him a good reason to ride the bike, and they will. That's why Corey West was on that BMW. Yep. 
Corey West did very well for himself this past year on that BMW. Yes, he, he got did. a lot of Pirelli money and a lot of BMW money for track records and everything else. Because hmm. the cool thing is, Pirelli, if you snag a track record at a sanctioned event, mm-hmm. you're getting a check from Pirelli. Nice. The tires are expensive as shit, but... But hey, the check makes it worthwhile. Yeah, if you do that, the check, yeah, they'll pay you. But you got to be that fast. That's the tough part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, <coughs> but anyway. Let's talk about the true raging bull coming out from huh? Aprilia. That's a lion. Well, you know what I mean. That's it. All right, let's talk about this new bike that... Got okay, there. gotcha. They, they got coming out. This is the pneumatic valve bike. This is the RSV4 FWGP. Fuck the world, GP is what it's gonna. I'm gonna call it. 250 horsepower on a, as they say, a MotoGP based RSV4. They took a CRT motor and put it in a regular RSV4 frame. If that thing, that's that one that's got that pneumatic valves and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Who thought it was a good idea to make this available to the public? Same design team that thought the RC213VS was a good idea. This is another... See, this is the thing. We're (coughs) going to run into this. That bike's going to be... 85 grand? 115? Um, I'm trying to see if I can find a price on it. You think... think, uh, Nobody's going to have one around here. No. I mean, it's going to be order only. Yep. And you might get one. You, you'll oh, get... wait. And there's more than one iteration of this bike. Oh, Jesus. The GP is just one of them. What now? The starting point is the top of the range RSV4 RFWSBK. This sounds like a McLaren naming scheme. <laughs> Name it after a but copy. The Aprilia V4 engine derived from the unit in the RSGP15. Yep, they're using the yep, yep. pneumatic valves. It has 81 shit. millimeter bore pneumatic valve timing to guarantee maximum power of more than 250 horsepower. It'll be 245 <coughs> at the wheel. What's it weigh? Uh, let me see. 340 pounds? I don't think they've listed the weight yet, nor the price. Oh, it's going to be 100 grand easy. I mean, considering that the uh, RC two thirteen VS was one hundred eighty four dollars, eighty four thousand dollars. Well, see, the funny thing is, the best thing about that, everybody sees that. Oh, we did that. The test, <coughs> the the English guy that tests every model that come that has come mm-hmm. out since the the original nine hundred R. Right. He he's he goes. I guess I'm the one responsible for that because he was talking to one of the main Honda engineers. I've got the article. I'll find it. I'll let you read nice. it. He's talking to one of the main Honda engineers, and Honda and the guy was like, "How do we get the passion back? How do we get that brand passion and people passionate about the brand back?" And he goes, "Stick a number plate on Marquez's bike." Well, that works. The guy shuts up. He goes, "A month later, I get an email. Would you like to come test this? We've got green light and approval." Huh. He's like, "Oh, well, okay. This is a guy sixty-one years old. He can still fit in his old race leathers." Wow. <laughs> he goes, and he goes, he's talking about Tadao Baba. The guy, the the mm-hmm. individual behind the 900RR, yes, and the the engineer behind making because light is right be, behind making leader bikes actually work. He goes, first time I met him, he was sitting on a fuel drum smoking a cigarette. Get that picture. In your yeah, head. little short Japanese man smoking a cigarette on a fuel te- fuel drum. Okay, this guy sounds awesome. 
<laughs> he, he goes, but Baba-san liked to crash. He laughed about it the whole time. I'm like, oh my god. But anyway. Uh, yeah, this just brings us back to last week's episode. With how much is too much? See, like, I understand. If For you, people if, who can't afford it, that's too much. If you can't, I mean, not even, no. I, I can't afford can, okay. to li- like this. I can afford to, I, let's rephrase this, hang on. I can like the bike. I can't afford to buy it. Right. Because it's probably going to cost about as much as my house. Pretty much. The problem is you're going to get maybe five guys that can actually buy this and ride it properly. Right. That's not Aprilia's problem. No. That's our problem. Yes. Because we're going to see this and one of these bikes is going to be sitting in the beginner level at a track day and it's going to piss us all off. Or they're going to buy them and they're going to sit there in a, the front room of their guy, some dude's house and they're going to sit there and speculate on it. Yeah. So, <coughs> it's about like that tambourini bike. That tambourini. Right. Like, yeah, it's going to be expensive as shit and it's utterly gorgeous. They didn't design <coughs> the bike to sit in a foyer. Right. Ride the thing. Go out and beat on it. The worst death a motorcycle can have is not being crashed. It's being bought by a car collector that doesn't understand motorcycles. That they get that someone buying it to speculate. Yep. And let it sit and speculate yep. it like art and wine. Yeah. And Porsches. Yes. So you buy it and sit on it with the let it appreciate and then you sell it on and you make your money. That I hate that. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. But the bike looks amazing. Yes. It's neat seeing, finally seeing pneumatic valves in a bike you can buy. Yes. Because that is neat. That's neat. There's a, I don't know how car savvy our listeners are, but the Koenigsegg, the supercar mm-hmm. manufacturer. One they're of working the many with, supercars I'd love to own. Oh, God, Koenigsegg. That, you and I were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. If you If I ever hit a big Powerball, it'd be, I'd go... Koenigsegg, order a car, and I'd have a huge ass garage. It'd be the Koenigsegg, a '64 250LM Ferrari, the day car, nasty wagon, and then a shit ton of motorcycles and a pickup truck. But because everyone needs a truck, yeah. But no, they're working. They've got a design where the the head there is no cam in the head. Yeah. And the head itself is maybe three quarters of an inch thick. I can't wait for that to trickle down. Right. Because then the, then the motors get really small <coughs> and really lightweight. So with the pneumatic valves, that's going to start happening eventually. Yes. So, but pneumatic valves is Formula One technology. Like, that's insane to me. Trickle down. It's insane. It's like, do you understand the amount of pressure you have to have to run pneumatic valves? That's in a that? lot of pressure. It's eight hundred to nine hundred psi at least. Imagine what's going on inside that engine. I don't that. Those are numbers that I don't want to think about because <coughs> it's just going to make my head hurt, and I'm going to want to go take a nap. <laughs> Another one. Mm-hmm. But there it is. Screw it's... you! I didn't get to sleep at work. <laughs> Shut up. Neither did I. Neither did I. <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, there is a state of the art right there. It's I mean, we've got bikes like this. We've got the Superleggera. Which, that's just the Italians yeah. being, hey, guess what? We're going to do this and fuck everybody else. Yeah, we don't care. three years or two years later. Here you go. This is the bike we've been working on for two years. 
well, they, fucking amazing. Well, no, they've in Developing. in my own cynical mindset. Hey, yeah, Britain built this bike back in nineteen whenever, and now we've made a copy of it. <laughs> Here's our version. Here's our version. It only took you twenty five years. Well, yeah. Minus the very strange hub-centric steering in the front. See, that's the thing. Guy Martin wrote it, and he goes, it's a little weird. And I didn't really push it that hard. You could probably get used to it, but it's a little weird. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. The Britain. Well, I'm pretty sure everybody that we're, that's listening knows yeah, about the Britain. I'm sure we got a couple of new riders out there. Welcome to the, welcome to the Mafia, new riders. Yes. You're never going to leave. At least we hope not. We, yeah, we don't want you to. But, um, and then you got the, the carbon fiber HP4, HP4. Right, which, which had their thunder stolen by the Super Legera. See, that's the thing. Just timing. Timing. It, 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 timing is all it is. If the BMW was introduced first, everyone would have been, oh my god, that's awesome. But Ducati beat them to the punch. This is my thing about the whole HP4 versus the Super Legera. The HP4 is much more user-friendly. Or, uh, let me rephrase this. Not user friendly. You will see more of them on the road, and that will trickle down. Much more better. approachable. It is much more approachable, and that will trickle down better into BMW's lineup than the Super Legera will on from with Ducati. Right. I mean, let's look at just look at the the area here. Yeah. How many S one thousand double R's do you see? Oh versus, my God! They're all over the place. Versus Panigales. Panties. I think I can think of. Three or four. I know four Panigales right off the top of my head. Yeah. But I can definitely say I've seen, hell, they, I, I know at least six people with a at least. S1000 double I've got I've, a guy at work. He's got one for sale. <coughs> Red, white, and blue with the HP4 wheels and everything yep. on it. Yep. He offered it to me, and I was like, you're psycho. He's like, why? I was like, because you're asking way too much money. And, yeah, no. Last thing I need is one of those. Yeah. And I look, he, he, he makes he tried to talk shit one day, and he's like, "Oh, look at my tires!" And I go, "Really?" I go, "I need you to go look at my tires," and then come talk to me. <laughs> he walks back and he goes, "How did you get them blue on the edges like that?" And I went, "Don't ask." <laughs> we'll have to talk about chicken strips in a later episode. Yeah, we might as well. We might as, actually. I think that would be a better video. That would be, be a, a great video. video. That'd be a much better video than talking <coughs> about it. Speaking of which, I still have a front tire that hasn't touched pavement yet. Is that the hypermotard? Yes. Because she still hasn't come off the stand. I was going to say, it's not because you've been wheeling. No. It's just I haven't. I still, I, you've sent me pictures. I still haven't heard it. Haven't seen it. Is it done now? Is she done? No. What are oh, you waiting on? Did I, did, did I divulge what happened? Shit, no. You haven't told me shit. No, no, no. You know about this part. What? Was missing. Did we talk about that? No. Okay, so you haven't said anything about the hyper in like a month. Okay, since you so crashed. let's talk about thirteen. Uh, been kind of held up in the rebuild process for several reasons. One, missing parts. Parts being wrong. Not by my fault. They just weren't right. Um. But finally, got all I'm hearing is excuses. But well, that and my time to work in the garage apparently is very limited. That too. But you should bring it over so, here. Be about the same amount of time I get working on it. <laughs> um, so I finally got to the chain and sprocket last. No, actually, two weeks ago. It's been two weeks now. What the hell? Got the left foot peg off. Got the sprocket cover off. And I'm looking at this chain and I'm looking at the sprocket. And I'm like, something's not right here. There's something missing. 
Oh, I remember this now. Yeah, like you, the you nut that, that yeah. holds the sprocket on. Yeah. Anyway. It just magically vanished after being torqued down to spec a, and being having the washer that holds it in place staked in place. Gone. Yeah. There's Completely a hole. gone. There's a hole in the space-time continuum in your garage. Apparently. So, had to order another sprocket nut. That actually is supposed to show up tomorrow, finally. <clears throat> Other than that, all I have to do is just put the bodywork on. Yeah. That's really I want to ride it now that you've done all that shit to it. Yep. I mean, I've got a brand new uh, Michelin Road 4 front tire. Okay. Got rid of the Road 2. Just because I finally could. Well, yeah, that. Yeah, that so road I got road fours everywhere. Four or five years old. Which actually, that road two did really well. Road I was two surprised. was a good was a good tire. Road fours are phenomenal. Again, not a track tire. No, God, no. But for the way this bike moves around the road, it's perfect. Um, hopefully this Monday I'll be back out there to finish it all up. Cool. And of course, you, you yeah, know, you've got Monday. Well, you've got no Monday off normally. Right. I don't. Anyway, but hopefully. After it's done, holidays will be over. People will have regained some of their senses on the road. Yeah, right. That's actually the whole reason I haven't ridden in this entire I'm, month. I'm not. Well, the cold, yes, it's the cold. But I ride through the cold anyways. No, you can have but, it. I'm no. I'm but not. in the holidays, people drive. Oh, they drive. Stupid, they drive like anyway. idiots even more than more so. Yeah, I think I've had more close calls in the last month just with Christmas shopping. Oh yeah, in the car than I do on a normal basis. The Queen's home. I heard that. Good, cool. I did hear it. I heard her pull in. Yeah, I didn't. I heard the door shut. But I'm just excited because I want to see it now that you've gotten all the carbon and everything. Yes, she's all carbon. And I want to ride it. So do I. Like, seriously, I mean, I, we need to get, like, some <coughs> full-on tire, like, some full-on track tires. Yeah. And get the suspension set up for a body weight between all three of us. Because I want to ride, I, I really want to ride that thing yes, hard. Yes, so do I. I miss riding it. I've. I've had fun riding the Busa and the CBR 600. Actually, I had a lot of fun riding the CBR. Oh, I bet you did. But it's not its not home. No, it's not. But uh, let me see. Hmm. What Hopefully, now? it won't be much longer. No. Hello. The Queen might join us. We don't know yet. But but, we're we're um, pushing close to we time for the... Are we? Uh, about 30 minutes. Oh, no, we got time. Yeah. We still got that. We, got, we can talk about other stuff. Um. So, hyper updates. Let's let's talk about what you went to Friday. Oh yeah, Friday that um, I didn't get to join in. You didn't get to join in because of scheduling issues. other stuff. But yeah, so Oil and Ink Company, the art company, <coughs> did a show at a shop called Moto Moda here in town. We talked about it a little bit on talked the last about podcast. a little bit on the last podcast. The Queen went with me, enjoyed the show to a point. But I enjoyed it a lot. Walked around, took some pictures, gave you some pictures that you haven't put up yet. No, no. Um, go ahead and throw some of them up on, on I'll Facebook I'll throw them out later. there and Facebook and everything. But good show. The artwork was really nice. Um, the shop itself is really cool. It's kind of small, but he will be expanding here in the next year. Okay. So um, a lot more of your cafe racer, a lot more of your more popular, trendy kind of stuff. Um Good vibe there. Had some of his own stuff, like your basics. Nice. Um, the artwork was really good. The artists they use is uh, the artists they use are really really good. Good. Um, 
there's one that was really neat. It had a cafe racer with on the Ace of Spades. Nice. And I was like, I really enjoy that. So that was a really fun, fun, fun picture and everything. I'm gonna, I'll probably post that one up because that's my favorite. Um, and then I can scoot over. Okay. Um, so there's that. Good time. We hung out for a little while. Talked to the owner a little bit. Um, just kind of, just kind of chit chat and everything else. It's just nice seeing the community yeah. growing. A really neat place. Um, really neat place. Where the uh, where it actually was. There's a really neat little like bar right next door. Huh. Like a little small like I didn't get the chance to go in, but there's a bar right next to it. There's another place that's called Kitty. Looks like an old greaser rockabilly kind of cool. uh, store because they had an old flat black shoebox Ford sitting out front. Nice. And then there's another like kind of eclectic hipster store called Fuselage right there. Huh. So it's a neat little spot. We'll go. You and I once we get some time, you and I are gonna go. Yeah, down and there. some warmth and some, some sun. Warmth. Yeah, and some sun. We'll ride down there and check it out. Um, neat place though. Really neat little spot. Really cool little area. The owner was really nice. Really warm. Really welcoming. Um. Once we get some more stuff going, I've got his card. We'll email him and talk to him and see if he wants to come on the show. Cool. Um, if not, no worries. If he does, great. Come on. Um, but he's been he, they've been up for about two years, so it's kind of huh. a, they're, they're again completely yeah. under our noses. And then so yeah, it was really neat. It was really nice to see everything. Um, Oil and Ink is really that's a really cool thing. Hmm. The cool artwork. There's some stuff I put up that I liked. Cool t-shirts, nice. too. Some really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a neat little. Like, they had a little. They didn't really have a DJ out there playing, but they had some stuff playing. It was neat. Um, do what? I said their artwork was really cool. Yeah, nice. Tina enjoyed the art. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool stuff. It was pretty much the bike exif crew. Okay, were with, they out there? No, they weren't oh, okay. there. But it was. It's kind of like that style and that mindset. So nice. it was neat. It's cool stuff. I had right. a good time. And then we went to the American Legion and I saw a blind lady sing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Oh, God. I thought you were just exaggerating when I saw no, that Facebook post. No, I was not exaggerating. She was blind singing karaoke I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. It wow. was the It was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And she did okay. She did well. But the irony in the was... The irony was not lost. Was not lost. And the bir- we, it was actually a birthday party, and it was a Quentin Tarantino <coughs> movie-themed birthday party. Nice. And I'm sitting with the Bruce Willis character from Pulp Fiction and Marcellus Wallace, and I go, I'm slapping both of them, like, guys, pay attention, this is fantastic. And we're all dying laughing. It was so funny. Wow. So funny. And I'm not laughing at, I'm not picking on a disability or anything, it was just the irony was funny to me. That's awesome. But yeah, it was, it, she did well, it was fun. And we were all part of a, a 55th uh, class reunion huh. at the American Legion. Wow. That's Drinks a... were cheap, though. There we go. Draft beer was like I'm 250 in. a piece. It was great. It was great. Oh, I wish I would have drink then. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was it was good and cheap. That's the best way to do I it. Got buzz, I got a really, really, really good buzz for about $15. It was wow. awesome. Well... And the bartender knew how to make a Jack and Coke. I'll say that. That sounds like fun. I think we'll have to throw a party there at some point. I think we can. They probably wouldn't care. 
I think that would be a and it's great a very big, party. It's a very big parking lot. That would be a great That'd scene for us in the near future. That'd be fun. Anyway, Foreseeable future. That would be fun. Anyway. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk about some things we'd like to see coming up in this next year. What? what is, huh? I'd love to see that happen this year. That this would be fun. Year, Guys, listeners, let us know what you would like us to do for the next year coming up. Yes. Please. Like, oh. we're trying to get some footage together and all that stuff, but we just haven't had time and we haven't had the ability. So, and we're going to start, we are going to start scouting and locations. to be honest, sometimes we're just not that creative. Yeah, no. We're going to start scouting locations for um, videos and everything else. Yep. Here once the holidays are over, once we get some Sundays free, um, we're going to start scouting and all that kind of stuff where we can get cameras together and mm-hmm. go check it out. So we're going to figure that out. And just some cool, just some fun riding videos. <coughs> Nothing crazy. Just some, hey, we're going to go out riding and check this out. Right. And, you know, all that mess. So, yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, anything you want to see, anything you want to yeah. know. Um, obviously, we got some some kind of intelligence between the two of us. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny, the intelligence is between the two yes, of us. Yes, the, the, the intelligence uh-huh. would be between uh-huh. the two of us, yes. Uh, she wins on that one. Yes. Um... Let us know whatever it is you think. Do what? I said it's funny because it took me a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hit us up on any of the social media platforms. All the social medias. All of it. Uh, Also, email us, wingmansgarage at gmail.com. Yeah, it is a new new email address. (laughs) That is the permanent email address. Yes. Um, Or as permanent as permanent can be. Or call us, 2625. Go ride. Uh, Best way to do it, in fact... As you've heard in the very beginning of the episode, Isaac, he is the official winner. Um, I threw a challenge out there. First person that came and actually, person that gave us the best intro yes. would win a prize. Some stickers and, and a shirt. And Isaac knocked it out of the park. So if you want a, a t-shirt, <coughs> I can't breathe. Don't Okay, since, since Chris is trying to kill himself, um, call the 2625-GO-RIDE and leave us a voicemail. You can do the intro. Or even on Facebook. Yeah, or even on Facebook. You can Facebook message us. It's no big deal. But leave us an intro, what you think would be funny, what what you would want to do. Send it to us, and we'll see if... No girls barred. Yeah, we don't care. There's an E on the end of the description of our podcast for a reason. And it's okay. You can do it as clean or as dirty as you want. Clean as dirty as you want. I mean, nothing really bad. If you make me blush, we're not going to use it. If you make but, him blush, I'll be impressed. Yeah, if you make me blush, I will be greatly impressed. 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 Speak Not really, no. Um, but yeah, leave us a leave us an intro, and yeah. we'll use it if it's good. Trust us. Yep. And if we use it, you'll get a t-shirt and a sticker. Yes. Before this guy. Yeah, before me, because I still haven't gotten any of that shit. <laughs> make your own shirt. I can't yet. Later, maybe. Anyway. Creativity, <coughs> home size. Anyway. <coughs> But other yeah. than that, there is something big coming up in our world. Yes, let's not get too carried away. We're not going to get too yet. carried away, but watch our space. Watch our Facebook page. Watch our Instagram, just, just Instagram, oh. everything else. Keep your ears to the grindstone. There's something pretty interesting coming. Some people that we are that we have a lot of respect for. Yes, um, has reached out to us. And we're excited. I'm beyond can't, excited. We cannot contain... We're not going to lie. We can't I'm contain so ourselves. I'm so excited. But we'll leave it at that. You should not be a singer. We know this. I'm not this. trying. 
Hey, you know what? <coughs> Sideways. Anyway. But yes, that's coming up real soon. Um, also coming up, in a very different tone, we've kind of teased a little bit about this earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. There is a new new show that we'll be doing starting next year, January. January-ish. Of 17. While we're geeking out here on motorcycles, we also need an outlet for the other side of our geekiness. We're just geeks. We're just geeks. We just ride motorcycles. Yeah, we just happen to ride motorcycles because they're fun. So, we've got a new podcast that will be launching in January 17. Saving the foundations of modern pop culture as we know it. Because all the pop culture that we know today is always based on something from the past. And there's a good 40 plus years of solid, solid material to go from. Yes. So join us on iTunes and Shout Engine as we bring you Defenders of the Way Back. Of the Way Back. We'll actually have the space. Yes. Like sound yeah, effects later. Words, I love it. Defenders of the Way Back. D of the WB. D of the WB. You that can, sounds like a terrible like German porno. Well, hey. <laughs> you can already find us on Facebook. <coughs> Facebook and Instagram because Chris is trying to kill himself again. Yep, I'm dying. <coughs> Defenders of the Way Back. It's going to be fun. Yes. We're just going to talk about whatever we feel like talking about yes. from whatever we want to. All the stuff we grew up watching... You're going to hear about it. That and all the stuff that we used to do, like I used to put Ozzy Osbourne tapes in my Teddy Ruxpin. So, you know. Hey, that's kind like of to rock out. Yeah. So that's coming up. That's something I'm really excited for. I'm excited for that, too. Because so, we've all got connections with that world that are going to be fun to deal with and have fun with. Besides, the Queen told me, you got to do something about this. I yes. can't keep up with all your geekery. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. So, here it is. We'll, we'll announce more. We're announcing that. It's, it's going to be all the stuff that... We enjoy other yes. than bikes, yes. So, I think that's pretty much that's, all that the good is pretty stuff. much all the good yeah. stuff that's right now. Yeah, I gotta go throw this beer bottle away. Anyway. You go do that. Um, so there you go. We got one more episode. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I'm really dying here. One more episode. <coughs> Are we having someone possibly on the next episode ish? Yes, rolling a dice on that one. It's a 50-50. 50-50 chance. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. But a uh, guest that we've been trying to get on the show again for the last couple of episodes may actually be joining us. Hopefully yes. we'll see him then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we'll kind of do a year review next next week. And yeah, bike, yeah, Bikes of the Year. Bikes of the Year. There we go. Episodes of the Year or whatever. Nah, Bikes of the Year. Yeah. Episodes of the Year, that means i got to like, listen through them all again and I don't feel like dealing with it. Oh, why not? Nah, I'm too lazy for that. All right. Well, anyways, we are done babbling for the night. Thank you for joining us. This is Crystal Wingman. Daniel the Track Rat. And Tina Vita for like two seconds. On the couch. <laughs> so, everyone have a good night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, whichever holiday you choose to celebrate. We don't Have a happy one. We don't care. Trust Just me, enjoy if I, it. Ce- if I could celebrate them all, I would. That's right. So, until then, guys, we will see you later. Next week. Yep. Turn that shit off, I gotta pee.